Imagine your new bathroom, a sparkling new tub, a modern shower conversion, a seamless new wall, all done in as little as a day. Introducing Bathfitter. Join over 2 million customers delighted with our one-of-a-kind remodeling process. No demolition, no mess. Guaranteed for life. Installed in as little as a day. Book a free in-home consultation at bathfitterpodcasts.com and get our best offer of the year right now. Bathfitter, 35 years of better bath remodels. This is WWE Hall of Famer, The Think, Howard Finkel, and you're listening to the Nerd Coalition. Welcome to No Gimmicks Needed. Yes! 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 If you can survive, if I let you. To be the man! You gotta beat the man! Woo! The kids do big that sucker. Do I have everybody's attention now? Yeah, here you see a punk. Welcome back to the No Gimmick Seed of Wrestling Podcast. I'm your host, Mr. A and D, and joining me is my co-host, Nat Dion Sanders for Primetime. What's up, what's up? It's me, the P-R-I-M-E. Hey, we are back here. We are sorry that this is late. This is not going to be a full podcast that you guys are always used to. We had some uh, situations with family life and other stuff, personal business that me and Prime both had to take care of. So, obviously, we were very late on this week's podcast. But we wanted to get something out for you guys, and then we'll come back strong next weekend and give you guys a, a more flushed out and fluid podcast. So I do want to apologize about that. That's not the only thing I'm, I'm, we're, I'm behind. I'm behind on a lot of things. But be patient with me. I plan on trying to keep this stuff moving. So uh, you guys back for the podcast here. We're, we're mostly on this podcast going to be talking about just a couple of things like Crown Jewel predictions, some things about Roman Reigns. Uh, may get into my New Day review about the, the New Day Undertaker movie that came out literally like almost three weeks ago. So I got, I got to make sure I put this stuff up and everything. But uh, make sure you guys check out SpaciousFilly.com, production company we're a part of. Uh, check out the content. They have one on their uh, page, Lulu and Plop Plus One, Lulu and Plop Horror Show, especially around this Halloween time. Both sides, Mark and Dark Show, and doing business with Mark Randall. Make sure you guys check out our content on there as well, the, Nerd, uh, the No Gimmick Seed of Wrestling Podcast, Nerdgasm Talk Podcast, Turntable, Save Our Culture, and Beyond, and Drunk Thoughts. So make sure you stay tuned for all that great stuff. It's been, you know, trying to grind down these guys. Uh, listen to us on all the podcast apps, Stitcher, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, iHeartRadio. Check out snippets out on YouTube Premium as you try to get them up along with me trying to get back up the, the No Gimmicks Needed Rewind. So I can put some of the old episodes up as well. <clears throat> Make sure you guys also check out the website, the, the realnerdcoalition.com, where you guys can find all your Nerd Coalition merch. Also check out Qflow and the, and the War Drum album and, of course, uh, who does the music for us on the channel and all the great things you guys can... Uh, the new music you guys can get from him. Also, my co-host Primetime has a podcast of his own, the Prime Nostalgia Podcast. You guys can check out every single Friday with him and Lee Boy TV, who go out there and it, do, talk about the most things, quick nostalgic, and interview some people uh, from nostalgic eras. Uh, Prime, who'd you had on this past Friday? Uh, this Friday, we talked about our favorite Halloween songs. Halloween songs. Do y'all feel doing like movies soon? 
uh, we are doing uh, this upcoming we're doing a movie that I think is bad so we're just doing it just to make fun of it pretty much y'all gotta see let's see y'all should do a comparison between Thriller and Ghost I don't think we'll do that because my co-host does not like Ghost at all at all (laughs) it's not like Ghost so I don't know if we'll be doing that one but maybe I'm still trying to think. I don't know if Mike got any more horror stuff other than Thriller and Ghost. <laughs> nah. Is that it? I mean, what else do you need? Uh, <laughs> I mean, you are right. If you want to count too bad. Oh God. Since it was, since it was in the uh, in the in the video. No, I'm good. Uh, <laughs> so, um. But for Halloween, if you guys want to check out me, me and Prime did a review of Thriller and Bad. I mean, I, damn, and Bad. I, well, we did do a, a review of Bad, but Thriller and Ghost. So those reviews, if you guys want to check those things out as well. All right. but Oh, and check out also Prime Conscious as well. But tomorrow after or today, depending on what time you guys listen to this, is the Crown Jewel pay-per-view. So WWE has canceled their TLC pay-per-view for December, which it need to go anyway. It's the first TLC pay-per-view. Uh, let's see. The, well, let's see. It started 2018. I, I think they had one ever since 2008. I'm assuming. I think there was one year where they probably didn't have it. Nine. 2009, excuse me. Yeah, that, that was that DX versus Jared show thing. Uh, so... It's gone, but now th- th- this is not a house show no more. They're treating Crown Joe. We haven't been to Saudi Arabia since Super Showdown of February of last year, during 2020, during that ha- basically the night where the Fiend died, where Goldberg beat the. F- is that not the night where almost everybody else died too, or was that did they come back after that? No, 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 no. The day was the night where you know everybody got, got held hostage. But, okay, as I was saying, like I, I know that was the same night, or was it, uh, or was it uh, after that? Pretty much. No, same, same shit right there. Because after that, they didn't go back. They didn't go back for Crown Jewel because pandemic hit. No, I so I okay. Oh, I the you, one know, with everybody, you know what? I think the one being held hostage was probably the one before that. Then they came back for Super yeah, Showdown. Because Hogan was there, that's the one where Hogan and Flair had teams. It's like Team Team Hogan and Team Flair. Yeah, oh, that's right. That's absolutely right. That that was at Crown Joy, and then they came back for Super Showdown, and everybody's like, "Y'all still going back?" But then, yeah, then 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 COVID hit, and that's what happened. And you know, I was like, looking back on it, they really did a disservice to the Fiend because they put that championship on Goldberg just so they could have. Their Goldberg versus Roman Reigns match, and which never happened, because Roman was like, "I'm not coming to that COVID Coliseum." And next thing you know, Goldberg lost to Braun Strowman, and who not in the company anymore. And I was like, "Well, that did nothing for the Fiend at all." Huh? Uh, low, low key, I probably would have had Goldberg win that one. Just saying, but over, over Braun Strowman. Yeah, Braun was very much wanted down at that point. Oh yeah, Braun was not what, what you know what he is. So, but yeah, 
that that's what Super Showdown was. So we already got that bad taste started ripping our mouth. But now it's time for Crown Jewel, and I have to say, like honestly, I don't know what they're going to deliver on paper. I mean, I mean on the show, I don't know how something's going to be, but on paper alone, this is actually a pretty damn solid card. I guess. I, I mean, look, we we got a no holds barred match. We got a Hell in a Cell match. We got uh, whoa, whoa, whoa. We have a no holds bar match between Goldberg. Don't act like that's just a, a plus. No, it's not a plus. But it's better than having a one on one singles match. Uh, I bet it's gonna. Be, I bet they barely get one chair out. The rest of the singles. Well, we'll we'll get to it. I mean, we we got a we got an awesome Universal Championship match storyline going on. You know, we have a, a, a good uh, SmackDown Women's Championship thing going on. Uh, and <laughs> we got the finals of the King of the, King of the Ring Queens final shit. And then, so, I like, so on paper, the card is, like, solid. Like, honestly, this is a, probably a better card than, uh, you know, some of their other pay-per-views. And this one is actually going to be carrying over. So this one, and then this, obviously, this is the first time back in Saudi Arabia. And this is going to be the final card before the, the draft's going to effect. So I think they're going to, you know, treat this like a big show. that they, they really care about it. Now, the question is, how will the, how will the you know, the Saudi fans react to this stuff? You know, the they, thing. Don't, they, don't, they don't be watching the show. They don't. Especially the front hey, row. I was there. They just mean it just to say I was at wrestling. Honestly, that's that's good. Look, I'm, I, honestly, the regular people be watching and enjoying the show. The like the government and the prince and all who they got money they, they, they sit there with their lounge chairs in the front row as he just talking as the stuff is going on. They don't watch them shows. No, they don't. You're right. So, but for for the regular people. It's a pretty much a car. It it just bothers me. Like I'm scared to f- figure out what the crowd reaction is going to be like. But let's go to our predictions. Well, I, I, I know it's going to be like on some of them scenes. What'd you say? I know what it's going to be like on some of them matches, but we'll get to it. Okay, well let's just go down to uh, the matches as we go. We we go on and, and see how the predictions are. So we got Mansoor taking on. Uh, Mustafa Ali, obviously. You gotta go no further. That's an automatic win, and it's an automatic win for Mansoor. Mansoor is not losing in Saudi Arabia. We knew he was going to get a match somehow, and I mean, Ali's. I mean, Ali's a good component, and honestly, these two can have a really good matchup if they give him time. I think they'll give it time because obviously it's Mansoor, <laughs> so yeah. I think they'll give it uh, enough time. Because, like, the last time he fought, he fought Cesaro. And uh, people say, oh, this is going to be, like, five minutes. And it'll be having, like, a 15, 16-minute uh-huh. So, yeah. So, yeah, I'm going to win that one. So, let's just knock. Uh, you know what? Let's just go to this one. The Raw Tag Team Championships, RK Bro, taking on AJ Styles and Omos. Omos, whatever the case may be. Look, I understand Omos is not ready to be on his own yet. Randy Orton has made that known. But I don't like that AJ is the one being stuck having to babysit Omos. I don't like uh, it. I think I think they win the I think they I, I think they should just win the titles back to then. But see, I don't want lose. AJ in a tag team no more. 
Well, I mean, that's what I'm getting to. I think they should win the title back to lose them to whoever didn't break up after they lose. The Street Profits? Whoever they lose to break up after they lose. Wow. But then, I, but then you could say, why not break up here? Obviously, Omos is still green. They want to keep Omos with the styles for a little bit. So just have them win it, have them be together. And then when they break up, when they, when they lose the title, break up. Uh huh. That's all I can say. That's all I got. Well, okay, well, right now, I, I still got RK Bro winning this one, unfortunately. I, I, I got them winning. I think they're, they're more higher on the Riddle Orton train before and before they break them up. And I think uh, AJ Styles, like, he got he has to get it from Omos. No disrespect to Omos, you know what I'm saying? But I'm happy that he's he's under AJ Styles' wing and AJ's helping him, you know, develop. But AJ needs to do more, especially since we've been doing the, these new rosters. Right now, overall, Biggie has nobody. So you need to start. Cooking. Do you think? Uh, do you think that because he's in Saudi and Saudi like the big people that they may change in, or do you think he's just gonna be? You know, I don't. Because Omos is, a, is an attraction, so you know, technically, this is the Saudis booking the show. So like, well, the last time the, the Saudis are going to book the show, this strained everybody there because that's how I was going to happen. So. This way he's gonna do his show the way he wants to do his show, and he don't care who he put in jeopardy to do that. All right, so I, I got RK, bro. You you have AJ and Omos. Yeah. All right, so now let, let's get into the shit that is gonna be bothering the Queens. Oh, kick off, kick off, my bad. We got a kick off match. There's a kick off match. That makes no sense. Yes, we do. Who, what's the kick off match? The Uso defending their title against. Don't say. Can it. you guess who? Don't. Can don't. You guess who? Don't. We just. Can hit you guess? Street profits. Nope. Okay, thank God. Uh, <laughs> this one is more baff. This one is more baffling. No, it's not a Viking oh, Raiders. Baffling. Okay. Uh, baffling is that they've never touched ever. Oh God! Is it? I don't know who is it. The hurt business. What? <laughs> Why yes, would they do? You heard that right? Uh, hurt business. Oh god! Why? Because they got that one measly win on Raw, and they said, "Why are we are we still doing this, knowing that it's not going to change anything? Why do we keep doing this, knowing uh, no. that they are not going to be on SmackDown?" Who knows? I don't, you know, because now everybody going to another ramp because the Queen's Crown final, literally, this is the final. Selena Vega taking on Dewdrop. This is the final for the Queen's Crown. And I'm, I'm saying right now, look, Selena Vega got robbed on 9 11. Selena Vega, her match got cut. It was TV time. Shit happens. But however, they promote her all week. We already know what Cena Vega's story is about 9 11. Her dad died. I don't think that's the reason. That's not the reason. You don't think that's the reason uh, she can push off on It's like, I, I'm I'm sorry. Nope. Nope. What do you think it is? She just so happened to be in the right place at the right time. That's bullshit. Because, ha, ha, look who was in the right place at the right time. Live, Live was supposed to actually win this. 
But for some reason, she got heat with somebody, and they just said, all right, well, you're just going to lose. And then they said, I guess Vegas are the second best guess. It's one, thing to, be, Carmella, it's one thing to be Vegas' on. second best guess, but you would think Carmella will, will be the one you push. But I'm like, the only I reason why I can see, but the only reason why I even see them pushing Selena Vega is to say, I'm so, look, it's fucked up what happened nah, to her. I don't, it Plus, is, but I don't, they are not, they're not that, uh, I don't think they're that, they are you not don't that, think that uh, you don't self-aware. Think, you don't think WWE when they do something like that, that it don't matter. First of all, this you saying self-aware. It ain't like Selena Vegas is putting up. This is this is a in their mind they're saying I'm sorry. But in total, the Queen's Crown tournament in total has gotten a total of twelve minutes of all the matches. Yep, yep. and in, and in total it's gonna be fourteen. It got a total of, of 12 minutes. None of these women got a chance to go out there and wrestle and do anything. They don't give a shit about this tournament. They all, this they is really a tor- This tournament is saying, oh, my God, we had a we have a women's Royal Rumble. Oh, my God, we, we have a women's money in the bank ladder match. Oh, my God, we didn't give the women uh, uh, their pay-per-view. Uh, was a revolution this year. Oh my God! And now we're trying to do King of the Ring, and now they're going. Everybody going to sit there and say, "Well, why don't the women get a King of the Ring?" This is basically them saying, "Take it and shut the fuck up." That's basically what they're saying with this tournament. They put no thought into this tournament. They put yeah, no. It's so. Yeah. No, go ahead. No, we saying that's why I was so rushed. They obviously don't care about it. It's like. They don't care, and, and honestly, they you, probably you can't tell me they was like, oh, we really want, we really care about Selena from the start. But all every match in here is like, no, they don't care about, hell. they don't, they don't care about Selena. They don't care about no, no woman in here. And they look, they looked at it, and they say, you know what? Fuck it. Who's gonna win? Who gonna win? Our, our roster's them. We got, we got all the main event women fighting for the title, so we're not gonna put no legit women in this matchup and they said fine who's left okay you know what i see selena she didn't get her 9-11 moment and everybody the WWE cares about pr and they say okay so it looks bad that selena vega did not get her moment at the, at the 9-11 master square garden show even if it was a legit we out of time for this type of thing it looks bad they because they've been using Selena Vega for 9-11 ever since she came out and said her dad died 9-11. They use her for that shit. So now I all think of a sudden like leaning too much into it. Say what? I just think you're leaning too much into it. Bruh. All, all I'm saying is They are not they are not gonna be like, all right, we're gonna we gonna go back and give her this because But because, but here's uh, the thing, here's the thing. If they was given, if they gave these women quality matches, if they gave this woman an actual storyline, and they they put stars like Sasha, Becky, or well, not Becky, she's a champion, but Sasha, Bianca Belair, and some and some NXT women in this tournament, made it a legit tournament, and then Selena Vega made it all the way through. I get your point, but they're throwing her a bone for something that's. It's like they're throwing her a bone, but it's not even a real if bone. They, if they are, if they are throwing her a bone, it's for everything else, not for nothing. It's for what? It's for everything else. 
Look. If they want to throw her a bone, I think it's for firing her and all that stuff and bring her back. And then add it on if you want to add on the 9 11 stuff. I don't think it's strictly for 9 11. Whether it is. She wasn't a, supposed but, to win it saying, in but, the first but, place. Well, whether it is or not, they're still not doing her no favors. And they are not. And also, on the other side, they built up Shayna for like a whole month <laughs> to have her lose. In this tournament. Which it should have been her in the first place. And then I think I do drop. Which is the most uninteresting. King of the Ring. First of all. The King of the Ring. Has not been good. Since. Oh, no, no, let me take that back. Because the Barry Corbin one. Was good. I just didn't want Barry Corbin to win. But that was a good tournament. But. They don't. It's just like. First of all. Why. Same thing with the. With the. Uh, AEW title eliminator. Which I will get to later. About how I'm like, what happened to 16 man brackets anymore? Can we not do? Are you mean to tell me that people are so mind bent or so mind shook to the point where it's just like, you know what, we'll get too bored with a 16 man tournament? What's wrong with, or, or if you don't want to do 16 man tournaments, right? What's I mean, wrong? I think if they were to do a 16 man, they should do it how they used to do it and just. Do like the final what eight at the pay per view? Yeah, that, that's what it was. The, the final eight, but even if they don't want to do a sixteen man tournament, why not do qualifying matches? Why not do yeah. qualifying matches to figure out who was going to be in the top eight, and then after that, first of all, between and this is the way I honestly I I thought about doing it. If you're going to do it like this, and in every in Survivor Series you want to keep bringing in your Raw versus SmackDown. Then why not for the King of the Ring you have eight Raw guys versus eight SmackDown guys, and then for King of the Ring, and then the finals is a SmackDown guy versus the Raw guy for the King of the Ring, and then you have that Survivor Series. It sells itself, and you can do the same thing with the women because then you give the brand supremacy thing fucking meaning if you want to keep doing this. Stop having the draft so late in the year, and stop have you stop drafting these people. And then in two weeks they gotta fight for brand supremacy. What? What the? F- I just got here. Why the fuck am I gonna rip red if I've been on SmackDown all year? It makes no. It makes no sense. But I'm not gonna get into that argument right now. But that shit, the Queen's Crown. Honestly, I don't care who wins. It doesn't do anything for. It does. There's not, nothing for no woman. If it's Selena Vega, it's a slap in the face. If it's Dewdrop, it's like. So where she go from here? Really? So honestly, when it comes to like, yeah, I. Do you have a winner? There you go, my bad. You said Vega. I I I just say I just say Vega because uh, just the look of the look of uh, the look of you know, just the look. If Vega wins, that that that's definitely the bone being thrown. But in their mind, I guess. King of the Ring Finals. I mean, I, I just don't do do job as Queen Queen Crown just doesn't. It just you know. I mean, well, the King of the Ring is a heel gimmick to begin with. You know, the the, the only faces that really won the thing was like Bret Hart and uh, Edge were like the only faces to win the King of the Ring, and oh, Ken Shamrock. But uh, you know, other than that, you know, King of the Ring has been. The majority a heel gimmick. 
you know, or if, if they, or if they win it, they they turn heel. So yeah, uh, King of the Ring final. That's why it, it, it always surprised me what they're going to do here. Finn Balor taking on Xavier Woods. Honestly, I thought they were going to put Jinder Mahal in there because of, you know, they won like a... a, a I, I know Jinder Mahal is not from Saudi Arabia, but I guess, you know, the, he's a heel. They want to put him in there. I did not think he was going to have Xavier Woods go all the way to the finals. So well, you know they want to get you as close as possible to break your crush your dreams. Yeah, that is what's gonna happen because I don't see Finn Bauer losing this match. Even though it would be, I think Xavier Woods would make an interesting king, and I think that it would be a good way for him to go heel. Like you can make him and Kofi heels while you make Big E a face on Raw. But he will still won't portray his brothers. I mean, I, I mean, if you truly want to keep them apart, why not do it that way? So, and like I said, the, the King gimmick is an over-the-top, you know, annoying type of gimmick. And, and like I said, if King Booker could pull, could pull that, that, that whole King gimmick off, Xavier Woods is the right annoying person to pull that whole King gimmick off with how they can get some heel heat. Finn Balor, to me, he, he'll just win it, but it, it, all he's going to do is try to find himself way back into the title picture or the Royal Rumble, and all, all it's just going to be another thing added to his name when he comes out that they're going to they, they're going to say. But he's not really. Going, I don't see him doing anything with it. So I'm gonna go out on the limb here and say Xavier Woods wins the whole thing. I'm gonna say Xavier Woods, but I, I don't say he turns heel. At least not. I think if he turns heel, it's gonna be like. In five or six months. Oh God, Whatever. WWE don't let nothing big enough that long. And you well, know he, that he just ain't gonna turn heel, dude. Is it? Uh, but um, I would say, but he, he can even be he can even be a tweener. I think he can even be a tweener. Well, he just might just be the he might just be the annoying, like like hey he was like crown me crown me he might just be that that guy. Because I don't see him doing this whole lobbying thing and. Him all with the fans like I should be king of the ring and all that, and he's one of the highest. Not anymore, but you know, if he, I'm pretty sure if he gets king of the ring, they can do some type of new day king and champ and whatever type of combination, even though they're not together, uh, and sell merch still, Woods merch still up up down down merch since they own it. Uh-huh. So I think Woods will win it. Just stay face. Right. He'll be annoying. Like I won, I'm the ch- I, I'm, I'm the king, but I think he'll because say he, he, he can get a he can get away with rocking that crown, that cape. Finn Balor's not gonna rock that crown, that cape. It's stupid, to, you know. This doesn't fit his character. So well, uh, you know, reigning and defending champ. I mean, reigning and defending king. Shinsuke had to give up his crown. Mm. <laughs> uh. Like I said, I got, I got Xavier Woods here. Let's go to Goldberg taking on Biggie. Whoa. What the fuck did it? Oh, they, 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 they had a typo. Goldberg versus Bobby Lashley. Because I'm on comicbook.com. And uh, I'm not on Wikipedia. And they have all the, the matches written down. They have Goldberg versus Big E. I'm like, I guess all black folks look alike, right? So, but it's Goldberg taking on Bobby Lashley. In a no holds bar matchup, 
So since I don't have anything to say, I'm gonna just say go bird and keep it moving. I'm gonna go with Bobby. All right, I wish that was the outcome, but you know what? The reason I'm saying that is because Goldberg don't gain nothing from from this win. If you yeah, but they are they are in Saudi. <laughs> look, so all I'm yeah. saying is if they in Saudi, all I'm saying is you want to bring some true heel heat on Bobby. Had a Herbert just come out there and beat the shit out of Goldberg and his son again. You know, heel heat is good, but I don't think Saudi heel heat is what you want because that can be <laughs> on the gap. So I don't think that's the type of heel heat that you want. Okay, fair. They could be like, they could be like, hey, uh, why are you getting on the plane? Hey, can I talk to you for a minute? I can outside the plane. And he's like, what's going on? Next thing you know, uh, black. Former WWE wrestler Bobby Lashley has been found in Saudi Arabia. <laughs> hey, I'm like, you don't need all that. So, so uh, Goldberg know. wins, whatever. Uh, uh, Gage helps him somehow, and, and whatever. Oh God, that's sure. Just, I mean, well, I guess if there's any kind of shining point you want to say to it, you could probably say, well, Lisa Tiles out on the line. Well, yeah. But I, 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 I'm all for keeping the Bobby strong for, for Lashley. But, but we don't know. But you know what? You're probably all right about Goldberg just being just winning here. Cause why not? And so those yeah. no host bars are gonna hide. I guess hide the wrestling. Yeah, so if you just hit him with a chair, uh, Triple H and Undertaker wrestling the 28 style. Yeah. Just with a chair for 30 minutes. Or just do like the Stone Cold and the Rock WrestleMania. 17 is you know beat the shit out of him and then pin him. <laughs> yeah. But like Jay did the Thunder Rosa. But uh okay. WWE Championship. Big E taking on Drew McIntyre. Do we really Biggie. need I'm about to say Drew McIntyre is going to SmackDown. He's not bringing the WWE Championship to SmackDown with him in the bloodline. I don't know why they even keep teasing that Drew McIntyre has a chance to win this matchup. So honestly, and if they even attempt to even have Drew win the matchup and come to spend that with the championship, and you know, spend that guy wrong. I can have another championship. No, they're not doing that. Biggie is winning. They just gotta have Biggie had to have somebody incredible to beat. And here you go. They go. He's gonna beat Drew McIntyre. SmackDown Women's Championship. Everybody put their T-shirt on. Becky Lynch taking on Bianca Belair taking on Sasha Banks. Do you think they're gonna so cover these women? Up? Huh? Well, yes, of course. Uh, so, so Bianca can't do her hair thing, right? Her hair gimmick. Yeah, in Saudi, I'm not. I don't think so. Okay, another question. Do you think she made her own Saudi gear with the long sleeves? Yes. She she <laughs> had because Bianca Belair oozes sex appeal, right? So I'm, I'm saying, saying like you don't think she she don't put a t shirt on. She like makes her gear like makes it long and yeah, uh, long sleeve. Okay. Like, like honestly, I think. Look, call me crazy, but I think that's what she, that, that, that's what happened on Raw. She was testing out the bodysuit because remember her and Charlotte both had bodysuits on. When is that? That's cut, what you want to call Charlotte. So. Okay, well you know Bianca Belair had a bodysuit on, right? Yeah. So yeah. I was just like, okay, well Bianca Belair oozes sex appeal, all right. Bianca Belair ain't gonna be out there like you know, cat lay lay the tie have a t shirt on. And I'll just be like, all right, she Bianca uh, Belair, be, be, she wore her abs and her, and her curves to show. 
so what you call it? Uh, Dewdrop. What do you think Dewdrop is coming? Oh, Dewdrop put on an extra large T-shirt. Dewdrop put on a four X and calling it a day. I I I I, 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 I really think her and Selena gonna put them ugly ass shirts on, but I do think Bianca Belair will probably, you know, put like a bodysuit on. Or if, if even if it's not a bodysuit, I think it's going. She'll, she'll put a t-shirt on, but she's gonna make sure her t-shirt's fitted. If that's allowed. If it's if it's allowed, but once again, I don't think she's gonna be the one that's gonna sit there and try to stir up trouble. So I, it, like I said, it's already scary enough that these women have to go. That they're making these women go perform on Saudi Arabia, where. They are clearly not okay with this. Like, like, remember the last time they threw like a water bottle at the tire? Uh-huh. And I'm and like, the whole match. Exactly. Like, me personally, I would not want to put my superstars in that predicament. Like, that's why I what said. What do you mean? You held them hostage. I just look. That's why I saw them booking these shows because if they were. They, and, and oh, they I'm be looking no, at this. Oh, oh, I did not see this what? at all. What you? What you? What you oh. did I see? The, the Belair uh, suit. Oh, so she showed what she wearing? No, I'm talking about from Raw. Oh, oh, I thought you seen. Okay. Nah, it's, it's little, it got roses on it. Okay. So you know, like I said, it, it's still going to be. Uh, oh, these guys! Come on, dude. Sorry, I'm watching this segment and like Bianca passed by in the body, so you see them like obviously recording her like. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> come on, guys. Y'all don't care, bro. Exactly. Y'all do it. Oh, you talking about the, the uh, Kings players? No, it's like Bianca walked by in the bodysuit, and you see these two guys in the phone with their phones like pointing at her butt, trying to record. I'm like, uh-huh. come on, guys. Come on, guys. What do y'all think? Get that, get that. So, uh, honestly, so how do you think this is going to work? The because remember, this is the Spanish uh, uh, Championship. Becky is on Raw. Do you think, because people say Sasha Banks will win and take the belt to SmackDown. If that was kick, I, I really thought that Bianca Belair could have won, uh, beat Charlotte, and uh, take the belt off her and t- t- to take it to Raw. But I think that they, when, when it comes to Survivor Series, I don't think that, me personally, honestly, I would give the belt, I, this is how I would have did it. I would have had Bianca beat Charlotte on Raw in a good match. Stop doing this DQ bullshit. Have her beat Charlotte. Charlotte put her put, put her over on her way out. Charlotte goes to SmackDown. Have <laughs> Sasha beat win the matchup at Crown Jewel, and she takes the belt to SmackDown. But now at Survivor Series, you now have Bianca Belair and Sasha Banks, the rematch that we never got. The real rematch. We did get that SummerSlam, and they didn't give him enough time on SmackDown. So where's our rematch for WrestleMania? Do it at Survivor Series where Bianca's the Raw Women's Champion and Sasha's the SmackDown Women's Champion. So question, then. Uh-huh. How do they get the belt back on its respective brand? Oh, it's too late now. But as I'm saying, if I'm that was for the... Charlotte. For huh? Charlotte. For Charlotte. But here's, hey, look, Charlotte... Is um the Raw Women's Champion? Yes, she's on SmackDown. That's what I'm saying. If Bianca Belair had beaten Charlotte this past Monday, 
I know. I'm saying I know that. But I'm saying she didn't beat her. So I'm yeah. saying, like, how do they do it? Oh no. Well, because they probably, like I said, they probably want to do a Becky versus Charlotte match of Survivor Series as opposed to Bianca versus um, uh, Sasha. So well, I think I think they're going to do a Street Profits New Day thing. I think they're going to switch the belts. I think, honestly, you, okay. Do you think? Because, because like Street Profits and New Day, it was like, all right, we might as well switch. Do you think that they are going to say, okay, we should just switch? Or do you no. think like, no, uh, no, Adam Pierce and Sonya Deville say y'all have to switch titles? No, they they booked themselves into a hole. So, so if, if Sasha wins, right? Say if Sasha wins the triple threat match. And she goes back to SmackDown with with Becky's championship. Somebody had they have to get that championship on Raw, but the problem is Charlotte did not lose her championship on Monday, mm-hmm. which was stupid. So now that means once saw that means it looks like Becky Lynch is probably going to win the matchup because you can't bring the belt over to SmackDown, or it, it, it just doesn't make it just doesn't make any sense. So. No, only thing, only thing, only thing that I can do is them do a hot shot bullshit. Like on SmackDown, help sell SmackDown a Raw. They have Sasha go up against Charlotte, and after after her and Becky switch the belts, and then have Bianca go up against Becky, and then Bianca gets her win back and gets the championship, and they do Sasha versus Bianca at Survivor Series that way. But once again, I don't think, I don't, I I, I don't I think. think they're thinking like that. Me, like I said, I would have had Bianca win the match on Monday and have her be the Raw Championship, the Raw Champion by now. Have Sasha win at Crown Jewel, and then y'all get the rematch at Survivor Series. But I don't know why they didn't want to do that. Yeah, I think it'd be something like Adam Pearce and uh, Sonya Deville just come out and say, "All right, y'all got to switch." Exactly, and then you know, so uh, that's that's how anticlimactic it's going to be. It is so. So, so yeah. Honestly, a- a- after seeing what happened on Raw with Bianca and Charlotte, I'm going with, with Becky Lynch winning the matchup. It has to be Becky okay. now. I go with anybody on Raw. So Becky or Bianca, it don't matter. Even though I doubt they give it to Bianca, but anybody on Raw, I don't. I, I'm, I'm cool. Yeah, I don't. They, they, they thought too far ahead of that. Okay, hell in a cell. A match worthy of the Hell in a Cell stipulation. This is going to be Seth Rollins' redo. Because the last time we've seen Seth Rollins in the Hell in a Cell, it was terrible. Does he does he fall from the top or jump from the top? Or is it just from the side? I think Seth just fall. I think Seth and Edge both take that side hell in the cell bump. First of all, it's an edge match in Saudi Arabia. It's going 35 minutes. Well, edge match is period on pay-per-view. Yeah. So, I think that that the the fall that Ambrose and uh, Rollins took back in 2014 off the hell in the cell, I think that's the one Edge can handle. I don't think Seth Rollins going to the top because first of all, I don't think the Saudi people are going to react to that like we were here in America. Do you think they leave the cage? I I kind of want them to. I think I think we get a Edge Spears Rollins through the door like Undertaker like he Spears Undertaker in, in, in two thousand eight. I, I, I would like that. Yeah, and then it cracks the thing open, 
and then it gets them into um fighting on the side them both falling through it stuff like that but overall I have Seth Rollins winning this I have Edge doing the right thing and putting Seth Rollins over and then uh, that will be the end of the feud Edge will move on to something else and then Seth Rollins can you know because right now the way Seth is talking and him not being Edge light even though Edge has admitted it and Edge putting him over I really think you know it'll end the feud when Seth Rollins beats Edge. So I have Seth Rollins win. I, I got Edge winning. I, I just see it like if Edge wins, it feels like the story has to continue on for me. And I don't want it to. How does it continue? This is third this is third match. Honestly, it shouldn't continue it should have continued to this match because Seth Rollins got his win back and then everything that he wanted to prove to You Edge know they used to go to three matches. It yeah. It's usually the tiebreaker, that's why I was telling Cell. But you can't be like, oh, I'm going I'm to invade your house. You can't do a house invasion angle and have the guy that got his house broken to lose. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh, that's the only reason I'm going with Edge. Every time somebody did a house invasion, the guy that broke into the guy's house lost. You so, right? I'm, I'm going to say Edge. But, uh, I, I, I still got... So I think it's gonna be a dope match. I think it's gonna be one of the better Hell in a Cell matches this year, opposed to anything we got at the pay per view already. And yeah, uh, yeah I, I really think I, they had the, the potential to make this great. Now I would I would want Edge to win because obviously, I mean I would want Seth to win because obviously like you know, put over young talent, but the way they booked it, it's like I think I think he I think uh. It has to win just because of like, my get back because you go to my house and like threaten my, you know, threaten my household type of thing. Uh-huh. So, that's my reason. Uh, you got, you got good points. I got good points. Uh, well, they see, I, 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 I just want the match to have a good reaction. That's basically what I, all, all, all I want from it. Now, we're going to the main event because I was like, wow, we took a little bit longer in the predictions, though. But um, for the Universal Championship, Roman Reigns versus Brock Lesnar, what side is Paul Heyman on for his advocate, the Beast Brock Lesnar, or for his tribal chief, Roman Reigns? Uh, honestly, Roman shouldn't lose the match. Roman should yeah, lose, have, lose, lose the championship yet. And uh, yeah. I'm gonna say yeah, because I have I, I I'm scared that they they're gonna try to uh have Paul Heyman turn on Roman and join up with, with Brock, and I'm like even if that's the case. Uh, if Roman loses and Brock wins the championship, that's one thing. But if Roman's supposed to win, uh, you don't want him to be a face. Not now. The face Roman Reigns don't work. Give me the tribal chief, Roman Reigns. And I, I think that's. Uh, I think. I'm listening. 
was gonna let you go. Um, but um, yeah. I think you, you just said was, you just said you think. I, I said what's up. Well, yeah, I I think this is a not a stupid. Uh, uh, it's like they trying to trick us when we know what's gonna happen. They trying to trick us like maybe Paul will go with Brock when we know Paul is staying with Roman. And then at a later date, maybe he'll be like, all right, I was kidding, Brock, or whatever the case is. But as of now, I think it's all Roman. Uh, Roman will defeat Brock. It's not even going to be like a nod or anything. I think Paul Heyman just, I think Paul Heyman fakes out Brock, but they're still going to end up on the same, they're still on the same page. Like, they're still going to be friends. So, you don't see any kind. Or I mean, you don't see any kind of turn from Roman Reigns, nothing like that, correct? No, I see somehow, some way, Paul Heyman tries to like, I don't know, throw something in the ring while the referee is something he's going to try to do for Brock, and then he's going to give him like a smirk or something, and then Roman's going to do something. Basically, it's going to be. It's gonna be like a, I I outsmarted you, but we're still he's still gonna be his advocate. I feel like. Uh huh. I don't know. We'll see. Like basically, I don't think Paul Heyman and Brock is gonna have a falling out. You're absolutely right, but still, I gotta, if that uh, makes sense. It do make sense. It makes perfect sense, but. <sighs> You know, I, I just—it's just always about what this, this Paul Heyman thing is going. I'm just like, because if he goes to Brock, that, that's trying to turn Roman into a face, and we don't need that right now. We need the bloodline, and it's the best thing that's been going on SmackDown. So, I think it's gonna be a, a decent match, but I really think that Roman's gonna be Brock straight up. Like it's gonna be a, yeah, it's, I, gonna, I it's think... gonna be a hard fought, brutal matchup, and then uh, he's gonna take Brock out. And then maybe at the end of the night, you know, you see, uh, I, I don't know how to explain it. Well, like, so maybe at the end of the night, you'll probably just see, like, Heyman, what, you know, probably just, uh, a miss that he was with, with Roman the whole time. And everybody, because everybody's expecting Paul Payman to do something. Well, maybe if he doesn't. And you know what I'm saying? He, he don't necessarily do anything out of character. But he's like, he's like, I think he'll be solely on Roman's side. So like, he'll, like if Roman probably would need something, he'll probably do it. But I don't think it'll be like a him and Brock breakup or anything. Okay, well, this one actually I'm, I'm curious to see. So, Guys, that is our crown jewel uh, predictions. You guys can stay tuned. That I don't know if we're going to get to it early because I know me and Prime got things to do during the daytime, and I come back and watch. It. I do not think I'll be able to watch Crown Jewel live, uh, but I'll probably come back come back and watch it. And you guys, hopefully, will get a review from us on Friday. So stay tuned for that. I know a lot of people probably put it up on Thursday, but you'll probably get a review from us. On Friday, and those are predictions. But now we're about to move on because you mentioned Roman Reigns. I, I figure we just move right on to this so we, so we can just talk about it real quick. And uh, Roman Reigns, you know, 
talked a little bit about AEW and CM Punk, and he had an interview. Uh, this is on Fox Sports Radio, uh, the iHeart.com, and Roman Reigns was uh, sit down and he had an interview. Uh, was it? Um, this is right, right before SmackDown. Eight days about to go head to head. He had an interview. Uh, with, with, interview complex published. Yeah, uh, the complex uh thing. Uh, interviewed him about AEW and all that stuff like that. So they they said fitting. Uh, fittingly, the man whose character proudly calls himself the Tribal Chief acknowledged that there's a lot of passion and tribalism among wrestling fans who compare the two companies, but said they are uh, catering to do two different uh, demographics. And he and this is what Roman Reigns said. So I'm going to read what Roman said for my quote. Then me and probably and then he he said a lot here, but then we'll we'll give our own personal opinion about it. He says, "No, I mean for me personally." Uh, this is one of those subjects that's very subjective and there's a lot of passion and tribalism that really sways and creates an unbiased opinion. But I can only speak from, from my perspective. I'm one of those guys who will compete at anything. Like, I beat you. I bet you I can eat that cookie faster. I want to be the best at anything that I choose to do. We pull up uh, we we pull up on lawnmowers. We cut the yard in half. I'm going to beat you. My side will look better than yours. Uh, sue me. Is it supposed to say sue me? It says so me. Sue me. I don't see the real competition with AEW because I think their fans base legitimately uh is a a hardcore fan base. So there's like a ceiling. And they built in gr uh, ground to their viewership. The WWE is trying to connect with everyone. We're trying to connect with the mainstream. We're trying to pull in the casual fan. We're trying to engage the new viewer while also uh, servicing our hardcore fan base and give them compelling stories to fulfill them as well. I don't know if I've said it before, but I say it before when the audience is probably the biggest character uh it said, when the audience is the biggest character on your show, uh, it's strange to me. You hear it all the time, the reviews and, uh, and the comparison. I think because they are the new kids on the block, they're the cool kids in town. I guess because of how premature and how novel it kind of still is. I think they're still being babied by those hardcore wrestling fans, which is fine. That's great. I don't think anybody's going to ever especially from a performance standpoint say oh no there's more opportunities out there that sucks so it's not a bad thing it's a great thing for professional wrestling it's just a weird argument because there's so much bias and there's so much i'm on this side or i'm going to open my uh and i'm not going to my mind to the other side it goes both ways and then as far as competition no uh, not to me, Reigns added. There might be some other people on our roster who may be, who maybe think that they need to dig deep and get better as performers. And what they do out there at the, the art form, uh, but there there's nobody in the world, was it the whole world, other any other promotion in WWE? I'm bet I'm better at this art form than anybody else, and I stand out. 
That is totally, uh, that, that's the totality of it. I'm not just talking about, oh, his spots are good. His counters, he counters real well. That stuff don't mean anything to me. When you tie it all up, nobody touches me in this business. So, Prime. What's up? Give me your thoughts on all that, that all that mumbo jumbo. I play all that stuff that I just read. Does Roman I have a point? Roman, Roman has a point, but it does sound. I don't want to say. I don't want to say he has a point that sounds bitter at the same time, but it kind of does. It's like it's like he's saving faith, right? Also, like it's weird. Because for him, because everything he said all at once, that's why I think. Because he said, oh, Singapore don't move the needle. He's saying, oh, they're not doing this. Oh, they're not doing that. It's like it's like he has something to say every week. And, and it just sounds bitter when you keep saying it. Well. And I know you probably say, well, they, they say stuff too. But it's like, AEW, honestly... AEW, the, the superstars on that roster truly believe that they are the best wrestling company in the world. And the numbers that they get, some numbers and key demographics or whatever, beat uh, SmackDown's numbers. So I understand. But they, I don't really see anybody outside of that, outside of the numbers and the demographics just randomly attacking WWE unless it's an inside joke or whatever. I guess to pop themselves. Other than that, I don't see them actively like out talking about it. I, well, once again, I'm not going to get on Roman for too much because he was interviewed. It's like, okay, here's here's an interview. Yeah. I won't give you guys my opinion. Uh, there are some things that he does have a uh, effect on. AEW does cater more to the hardcore wrestling fans. Like WWE fan base will not understand the you know the to- totality or the or the whole thing about a Brian Danielson versus a Minoru Suzuki. They won't get it. Like the hardcore wrestling fan will understand that. They won't understand those kind of things. And they do try to pull it to a different demographic than. You know, by AEW does, but does that mean that AEW cannot pull into that demographic? No, that does not mean that at all. But they're probably gonna have a different way of, of going about it. You know, like as it, uh, I know, you know, WWE tries to go a lot for the kids and stuff like that. But AEW, you know, has things that the kids are liking, such as Orange Cassidy is a big part of that. Uh-huh. Orange Cassidy, as much as I don't do not like them, the Dark Order. Best friends, those are a couple of gimmicks that, that that are coming to my mind, that are be that like kids will gra- gravitate towards. That that is not too, I guess, violent and over the top. Those those are the kind of oh the Jurassic Express with uh Luchasaurus and Jungle Boy. Those kind of you know gimmicks the kids you know can can get behind and support. And all that kind of stuff like that. I, I just think private parties used to be like that, but not now. But uh, they used to be like that also. 
Yeah, so I, I really think that, that, huh? You know, I just say I just think that it's a it's a lot that you know just a, a lot of stuff going on, and uh, I know people are angsty back and forth, but I just but, you think know, but, that. But this is the, what, what people understand is this is great. Like I would not want AEW to fail. It's like I wouldn't want WWE to fail because when you have competition, you tend like it'll be a good time to be a wrestling fan because you're going to get the best from both worlds. And sometimes, look, mm-hmm. it's easier, it is easier to shun WWE for what they do wrong because they've been doing it for so long and they've been around for so long they should know better opposed to what something AEW does. But then, like, I don't ever want to close my mind to anything like that. Like, if WWE does something wrong, you're going to hear me say it. If AEW does something wrong, you're going to hear me say it. Because mm-hmm. AW is not perfect neither, but it's a it's a counterbalance because some, one of the worst things that happened in the wrestling business is in two thousand one when WCW died, and that was not that was unhealthy, and we've seen what happened with the wrestling business since then. I think that's why we're so burnt out with WWE because it's it's all it's been for a while, and it kind of got uh, lackadaisical with not having to really. Do competition things. They were just like, all right. Is it? I mean, but that just that just goes with almost anything in life. When it comes to books, video games, or sports, or whatever the case may be, there is if there's something that you can show that I could be better. And it's something that's creeping up to the side. But like, yo, I really can, you know, draw the fan in this way. Now, look. I don't know what people don't understand. AW got that, that console game coming out. You that console game is going to attract the hardcore fans, but it's also going to attract some of the casual fans because they're probably going to look at it as being easier to pick up and deal with than a two K game will be. Those help bringing casuals. That, that, that those help bringing all the other things also opposed to just you know the hardcore fan. I think what WWE needs to do also is to go back to trying to. Care to the hardcore fan because I think WWE sometimes feels though that their fan base is stupid or that we won't know the difference or they try to they don't want to insult our intelligence but they end up insulting even more and that's something that I'm not really uh, necessarily cool with so. From from that standpoint, I'm glad that we got two companies, and you know the, we got a better form of competition. So Roman's not wrong in that regard. If Roman wants to talk a little shit because hey, I, he's a champion, he go ahead, be my guest, talk talk the shit, you know. But right now we, we, they're gonna try to keep giving us some some good wrestling, so we gotta uh, enjoy that widest stuff lasts because. You know, the, the couple times that they did beat them in the demo, it's like, oh, you know, you know, the WWE is watching. That that eighteen, the eighteen forty to forty nine, uh, demographic is something that, that it seems like WWE cares a lot about. <laughs> and they don't not like it if they lose the demographic on SmackDown or Raw, whatever the case may be. So, look. Like I said, he got a point. He got a point in certain things, but you know, I there's some things I'm just like, you know, it go either or. 
Yeah. Uh, let, 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 let's see. Let's try to round this thing out here. Um, what, what is this? Oh. Since we're not going to be that podcast and you guys don't have to worry about me talking about Ben Simmons all day because all anybody hears. Uh, we're going to go into, like I said, we're not going to go into, obviously, the full Wednesday night, uh, the, the midweek wrestling war that we did. Uh, but I, I just want to go into some some recap of things that happened. Prime, do you remember NXT from last week? Uh, I'm keeping this train rolling and saying I did not. Oh, well. Um, usual shit. Hap. Uh, let's see. We got. Uh, let's see. Oh, see. We did. Well, did this is what happened. Um, once again, did this? Did we are talking about the NXT? That happened. I, I'm actually trying to go go to the date right now, because obviously we just did have another NXT on this past Tuesday, but uh, this is uh, going to NXT from October 12th. Uh, so what is with this NXT? We we just uh we got Ivy Nile made her in ring uh debut with Torture Rack. You know, uh, she looks. Um, <laughs> great. They have uh, a new superstar coming for Halloween Havoc. Don't know who that is, but he was just carrying a shovel and had like this. You know, uh, it's it's who definitely. I know who that is. Who? Huh? Know, who is it? The Col- it's Dakota Kai. Dakota Kai. She's coming back. I don't know, but. The person had an accent, and it's clearly Dakota's accent, unless it's somebody else that's oh coming back. That that's, some, that's stupid. She should be on the main roster along with a lot of other people. Okay, you know what? Who fine. else is a woman that has an Australian accent? There ain't that many Australians we got on the roster. Uh, well, then this, if, if it's wrong, then I'm wrong. But I'm, I'm, I'm guessing Dakota Cobb because of the accent. Chopper battle joke... Uh, Joe Gacy, uh, and Joe Gacy gave it his all, but Chopper ended up beating him, so he's not gonna be added to the Halloween Havoc matchup. We had half a hit Row got kidnapped at the beginning of the show by Legato Del Fantasma. Oh, then they gonna make it to SmackDown? Oh shit, that's probably what they do. They probably kidnap to go to SmackDown. Uh. For some reason, that Hart, uh, Mr. Hartland, who will be baby brought people saying, uh, gripped up jo- uh, Joe Gacy, but he just stroked his face and he just ran off. I was like, well, this gimmick got dumb real quick. Uh, Julius Creed and Diamond Mind beat uh, Jiro. Her last legend sucked again. And uh, <laughs> they didn't, uh, Tony D'Angelo was on the show on it like he was supposed to be, like he was promised. So he just, you know, beat up the producer and put him in his trunk, you know, dying style. Kyle Raleigh and Von Wagner, which is the, the most terrible tag team, taking on Pete Dunn and Rich Holland. Uh that's uh honestly, when it comes to noteworthy shit, that's uh 
That's uh, the best thing that happened on NXT was the match between Swerve Scott and Santos Escobar. And I think, uh, first of all, it was a great it was a great matchup. These two are not going to have a bad match. Uh, then all of a sudden, Carmelo Hayes and Trick Williams come out. Uh, we have Swerve hits the, uh, <laughs> what was it, JMLA driver? JML driver, yeah. The JML driver, the Santos, and where's the match? And then they took the breakout tournament contract, used it like a money in the bank, and then Carmelo mm-hmm. Hayes. Apparently that's canon. <laughs> Apparently that's canon, so yeah. I'm about to say because Jordan Miles didn't do that. Jordan Miles yeah, had to say, like, I want to challenge Adam Cole. He had to have a whole match with him. <laughs> so apparently the, <laughs> the guy that wins is, wins the money to make, apparently. So, hey. Uh, that's like, something new. I mean, okay. I might, And that's how they got Swerve off of it. And Swerve, uh, I mean, Carmelo Hayes is the new North American champion. So... Oh, how did you feel about that? <laughs> uh, I was surprised by the money in the bank victory, but sure, I guess. Sure, let's let's, let's, uh, let's do that. I guess. Mm. Uh, it, 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 it was a nice swerve, no pun intended. That yeah, Santos didn't win it, and that uh, that trick won it. Oh sh- God, no! That trick far from ready for that shit. Uh, well, yeah, but it was a it was a better swerve because everybody was like, okay, obviously he's gonna lose it to to uh, Fantasma. When you know, even though Trick not ready, but he still it, it still wasn't obvious. Which I kind of at least like it wasn't that it wasn't as obvious. Okay, AEW had uh, Brian Dancer taking on uh, Bobby Fish. Good matchup. Then we uh, Dark Order. Uh, Took on the super click, which was a pretty fine matchup. They mocked their taunt. Then MJF come out, they're talking stuff about Darby Allen tries to get a 10 count, referee to count him out, but uh, Sting comes out in his place. Uh, Dante Martin t- takes on Malachi Black uh, in a one on one matchup, which I thought was actually was pretty good. It was not. It wasn't the Booker T. Benoit match. They got Booker T. like automatically over to the point where he got got to leave Harlem Heat. But I think it was still pretty good. John Moxley just leaves his mark. He doesn't care. Uh, uh, what's his name? Uh, Andrade El Eagolo, uh tells he finally reveals who his partners are going to be to take on uh, Pent, you know, the Lucha Bros for the Triple A Tag Champions. And it's the oh my god, it's Los Coast Tisadors part two The revival coming these green match was CM Punk clearly was like, guys, that's the that's the revival. Oh no, she that's FTR. Excuse me. FTR. And they actually win. Yeah, I think I think I think I think everybody knew that. Like even everybody was on commentary was like, well, that's obviously. Yeah. <laughs> Tim was like, obviously that's the FTR. And then uh Punk had a good line. It was like, You wanna know how I know? They said, How you know? Did they do no flips? Yeah, they ain't doing no flips. <laughs> <laughs> it's a good line. It was oh he he Buck had a lot of good lines because did you see the matchup with um Kara Hogan and Penelope Pen- 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 Ford, right? Oh my is this the one where they was arguing about the Hogan? Yeah, and he was just like Kara Hogan, <laughs> huh? He said, Any relation? 
<laughs> and then uh and then uh Tony Shimada said hold his heroes <laughs> just lost it's like <laughs> now you ready to stop that right now. You wanna stop that right now. <laughs> and then he said something else. He said like uh Oh, he said another Hogan. He said like, like Hogan's heroes or you know, he was thinking all his other awesome other Hogan. And I was I thought that show was hilarious. It was funny when Jim Ross was like, You better stop that right now. Stop that song. Uh, oh, you know, you know what's also funny is when CM Punk was just like, "Oh, Daniel Bryan, uh, excuse me." He, you know what, Jr. I messed up. See, it ain't that bad. We all, <laughs> we, we all messed up. He was great tonight. He was great on 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 Cobble. I was like, "Yo, can I just get Dynamite with CM Punk every single, uh, every single Wednesday?" Because that 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 shit was hilarious. But but they. Kara Hogan thing. I, he was just looking like, huh? Kara Hogan, huh? Any relation <laughs> <laughs> at all? I'm gonna, I'm gonna stop that, son. And you know, <laughs> Jr. actually said that, which is so funny. It, it, it is. Fu- <laughs> you know what made it funny to me though? It's it funny. Shivani joining in. Well, Shivani joining in. Ex Cabo joining in. It, it just so happened that Kara Hogan's black. Well, yeah. And that just and that that just made the joke all much more funnier to me. That's the that I think Singapore knows that's the joke. <laughs> <laughs> Any relation at all? <sighs> that is funny. Uh, Honestly, I like when they do this. They do this a lot. See, I know you don't watch like dark or nothing, and uh, I, I have it on like in the background and stuff. But this is kind of like the commentary that they have on dark, where they just literally cracking jokes for an hour. It's like <laughs> Taz and. Taz, Eddie Kingston, and uh, oh, I know Eddie Kingston will be hilarious on commentary. You know, Eddie Kingston is on the commentary team. Him and Taz and uh, Excalibur are on, are on commentary for uh, Dark. Oh, and it's I got you. I got you. I got you. Got Dark now. It's just them throwing shots. Like literally, it's like a bit. Everything is a bit, <laughs> and it's funny too. Sometimes, most times, it's funny. How about um, Elevation? Like, uh, Elevation got Paul White. I don't really, I don't really watch that one. Okay, but I know like uh, Tony. All right, so Excalibur, you know how like how, how they read. They got to give him the reads. Like this Wednesday, so and so on Dynamite. Yeah, he gets reads, and Taz intentionally, or whoever intentionally puts like something in the middle of it, and he reads it. Like oh, this Wednesday on in, on uh, Dynamite, we're gonna have Kerry Hogan. I'm big stupid idiot. Versus oh. Ruby Soho. <laughs> and, he, <laughs> and he reads it and Taz be like, oh, they notice that, huh? <laughs> like, it'd just be stuff like that. Now, that would be, that would be funny, annoying, but that would be hilarious. Yeah, it, oh, it's, Taz just don't be caring on commentary. He just be doing bits left and right. Mm-hmm. I, uh, let's see. Uh, we got the, the, the feud of America's top team in the circle building up that they're going to uh, have a match at full gear. And then we then which was the highlight was the whole Rocky three Cody training to come back to beat Malachi Black and having Arn Anderson drive him there, you know, drive with the, you know, with the Glock in the uh, <laughs> in the uh, glove compartment. And they drive up, and then all of a sudden, that they roll up this driveway, and it's like all these Nightmare Fade members is there: Lee Johnson, the Red Velvet, to Dustin, all something like that. 
and Red Velvet uh, to slap the shit out of Cody. Call mm-hmm. himself a son of a bitch. I was like, what the heck? What, what is going on here? So they all try to train him and go back to basic stuff like that. And uh, I honestly, I didn't mind the segment too much. I actually liked it. I mean, the fact that I didn't see it, but I just heard about it. You but gotta like, see it. You gotta see it. <laughs> it's just like no, because, I, I, no, I'm pretty sure I wouldn't because, mind it. Sorry, what you say? Cody is getting like there's this moment where Cody is taking all these rolls, these bumps, these back elbows, and shit like that, and then he just stops in the middle of it. He's like, "Yo, the fuck am well, I doing?" Not learning anything? Yeah, I, I didn't see that part. You didn't see that part. We're not learning anything. He's like, he's like, what the fuck am I doing? And I was like, that is what I like to see right there. And then, uh, so, uh, I don't mind the Cody training to, uh, you know, to, to face Malachi Black. I, but I don't know if he's going to win again, though. Oh, I think it's going to be a three and out Malachi Black and Cody turns here. It could be. It should be. If it's not, I mean, I'm just saying. <laughs> I agree with you. All right. So, that's basically the recap. We have, we have another Saturday Night Dynamite this week. And Halloween Havoc is next two, no, two, two weeks from now. So, I thought Halloween Havoc is this week. Or is it next week? It has, it has to be next week because this shooting just passed. What was the Halloween Havoc yet? Oh, so okay. Gotcha. Yeah, so got another rampage first. Then we go back to the sad night. Sad night dynamite. But oh I hope I hope CM Punk is on commentary again because he was just a treasure. Boiling, get get JR's blood boiling, coming at his mistakes. That 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 Carol Hogan one set me over. That one and the uh and the FT like the FTR stuff. That's that sent me over. So Alright. Well let's talk about the finding we're gonna, we're gonna talk about on this podcast. Since uh Prime did not see any of the Dark Side of the Ring episodes, so I'm gonna give him time to catch up. So are you gonna are you gonna at least watch XPW coming up? Uh yes I will and I also seen a, a promo of it of New Jack, right? <laughs> yeah, it they was, got it you laughing uh, already? It, it was it's, it's not funny, it's just ridiculous. Oh oh by the way Jack- We gotta go over we gotta go over the tournament for the World Championship Eliminator, uh, the, the, the AEW Championship Eliminator Tournament. Okay. You'll okay. do that first, or? Yeah, let's, let's knock this out because we, we still talk about, you know, the dynamite part. So, the, 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 the brand came out late, like in the show. It is like, uh, branched up there. I'm, I'm, trying, I'm, I'm trying to bring it up right now. Oh, here we go. And. A lot of people were not happy with the bracket. I, I I know you told me that you weren't happy with it also, but I I'm gonna take my time to try to defend for it a little bit. I can't defend for it all the way. 
So no, the thing is, I mean, look, we already know who's going to win, so that's not the part I'm upset about. I'm just like, you know. Yeah, well, one, just like I said, I'm into the eight-man tournaments, not just the mm-hmm. four on one side, four on the other. I, I like mm-hmm. eight. I like. I'm talking about sixteen-man tournaments, eight on one side, eight on the other. Uh, because we, we we got matches like this. We got John Moxie taking on ten, ten from the Dark Order. Are you serious? Okay. We have the Arn- thing is though, uh-huh. the thing with the thing with AEW is, and I like when they do this for these type of matches. Is it's a tournament. So they literally kind of give anybody a chance to win. Like, I think 10, he's not going to have a stellar, like, he's not going to be a match in a night or anything, but I feel like he's going to give his best effort and, and give give an effort. But, like, I wish that it would have did some type of, like, qualifying thing so he can, like, crawl from the bottom to the match, not just he in the match. Exactly. I agree with that. Instead of him just being picked, because who will randomly pick 10? But, yeah, it, it, that's why I would rather have, have they like you know people earn this stuff because that was built that was built character. Orange Cash is taking on Powerhouse Hobbs. I'm not necessarily sure which way it's going to go. It can go either or. Uh, it's definitely going to Cassidy because of uh, what happened to Wheeler Utah. Hmm. Because what happened to Wheeler Utah? Oh yeah. Okay. I didn't even think about that. Too. You used to say something. Dustin Rhodes taking on Brian Danielson. Do not sleep on Dustin Rhodes, y'all. He I'm won't. not sleeping on it. The thing is, though, I know they're going to go out there and probably have match of the night. Like, I'm not even mm. saying that, but I'm just saying I don't even remember the last time that I've seen Dustin on TV, let alone wrestle. So, like, how can you be in well, this match? Well, honestly, you, like, you know. that's not necessarily true. We just see him against Malachi Black, <laughs> but... Once again, he lost. And that, that was a that, yes, exactly. He did lose that match, so I, I do so, understand that. I, I was just saying, like, either have like Tony Khan be like, "All right, these are the people that I'm putting in here to just give them a chance," or do it by you know the standings. That's all I'm saying. Because they have a match with Andrade and Pop. That could have been a great, you know, qualifying yes. match. It could have been. Because like. Uh, Sorry. No, no. Go ahead. Go ahead. I was going to say, because a lot of people say, oh, they don't want so-and-so to lose. But I'm like, if you put them in here, it's like they have a strong reason to, you know, lose or win or whatever. Like, if you was to have Rusev, I mean, sorry, Nero, up, sorry, I messed up, sorry. No, Uh, no. hey, 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 JR, (laughs) listen, it happens to the best of us, okay? It happens to everybody. (laughs) If you was to have Nero versus, like, I don't know, somebody big in this match, it will feel like a big match because it's for the title. So, you know, they're going to give it their all. It, so if he if he loses, and it's like, if he loses, like, you could take a loss in this type of tournament, I feel like. I I, I agree. I'm, and with, with the last one we have is Lance Archer versus Eddie Kingston. I'm just like, well, Lance Archer, is he ever going to get a win here? Because... Uh, they 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 cooled him down, but the way I see it is, if you, this is why I think the sixteen man format comes in better, because out of the bloated roster that AEW has, I'm not sitting here saying put Sunny Kiss in this tournament. I'm not sitting here saying put you know uh, any of the AEW dark people 
in this tournament. But I'm saying what you can do is like you could put a Brian Cage in this tournament. You I, could, I would just say put people that you know, like everybody that was in the uh, the, the ladder match, put them in it. Yeah, or or even this, why not put a Dante Martin in there? Like even a Dante. I think he since I think for his storyline, I think he wouldn't like like if he wasn't this little developing storyline right now. But you can create a storyline out of him, or same thing with ten. You can have a Dante Martin versus ten matchup. No, I'm like, I, how can I put this? I think if Dante Martin was in it. He should go far and be like, "Oh, he's surprising everybody." Uh huh. But I don't think they want him. They don't want. I don't think they want to do that in this tournament because it's kind of kind of too quick to his whatever we're calling this rise or whatever this is. Yeah. Like I think if if it was a if this was a tournament for like February, then yeah, or, you know or even January. Honestly, yes. I think he would be better for the Owen Hart tournament. I just yeah, hope the like, I yeah. hope old hard term is more than four guys on each side. Now that I would like, like if it, if it's like old hard term and he's surprising everybody, he beating people like you know credible people that they uh-huh. built up and surprising everybody. I would really like that. So yeah, I'd rather him win that one than than beating this one because you know because that one, in my personal opinion, the old hard tournament should be sixteen men on each side. I think the on heart. I think the on heart tournament will be the one with with, with all the guys in it. Yeah, or, you, if, if or, you put sixteen on each side, that's thirty two guys. Or it can be the newer guy tournament. It either one. It could be the new what? The newer uh, talent like Daniel Garcia and like. Uh, 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 if you go, if you're going to do an on heart tournament, yes, you, I mean you use the tournament to help build, build up some of your newer guys, but you also. You got to put some of your veterans in there too, because they the ones who know Owen Hart. Like, how is Jericho not even going to be in that tournament? He ain't going to win it, but you you got to put Jericho in that tournament. I think it's going to be half and half, half, half and half. It's going to be three halves. It's going to be the people that know Owen, and then the the, the veterans that's in AEW or the mm. pillars, sort of say to speak, and then the younger guys like. Uh, Dante Martin and Jungle Boy, and then you know you got your Jericho's, then you got your, uh, you know, like Nero's or whoever, Sammy's. Mm-hmm. I think they might do like you know, uh, half people that know Owen and half people that's new, and then the rest are uh, uh, credible people on uh, the other half. Okay, fair enough. So uh, the tournament starts on Friday on Rampage. I, I I don't know which uh, match is going to be on that rampage. I think it may it be is ten. Yeah, ten of Moxley. Moxley. Yeah. Okay. So, I I mean, obviously we know the finals is going to be Danielson and Moxley. I don't know who's winning it, but I do know that the finals will be Danielson and Moxley because apparently uh, the full gear car got linked with somebody took a picture of Tony Khan and see his. His uh, hand notes that he had for what full gear is going to be, even though it's not, it's like a killer ass card to me, but you know, Dale Dale said Moxley was in that slot along with uh, obviously Adam Page and Kenny Omega. 
Mm-hmm. Then there's also um, Adam Cole and Christian. Uh, Adam, yeah. Thunder Rosa and Jay Cargill. Uh, Britt Baker doesn't have an opponent just yet, so we don't know how it's going to go. But I, I'm feeling that Thunder Rosa and Jay Cargill matchup. Mm-hmm. I, I think she could take Jay Cargill to a good. I think Thunder Rosa could take her to a a pretty good matchup. Uh, it's I, I forgot what it said about the tag teams. Honestly, well, so. Lucha Swords versus the Young Bucks. Oh, I mean, it, it, it looks like it's going. It looks like it's going to shape up to be a damn good, a damn good card. So I mean, I know it's going to be a good card, but I wish they, I wish they change it just because. Oh, because, because somebody figured it out. Yeah, because you know how like with WWE when they know it, they just don't care. They just do it. <laughs> I think AEW are like sneaky to like where they can. They can like fake you out, and and it still be good. Okay. So I don't know how they would. What I'm saying, like, you know, everybody's like, "Oh, Moxley and, and uh, Brian Brian Davidson goes to the final." What if like they just completely go the wrong way, like Hobbs and like uh, Cassidy go, like, you know, something <laughs> oh, something weird, like something weird. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> something weird happens. As funny as that would be. As much as I would laugh my ass off, they and will never. <laughs> well, yeah, I, know, I know Brian Sand should win because I would love to see Brian Danielson versus, uh, you know, the winner of whatever that match is going to be. Uh huh. So yeah, but uh, I, I mean, I think as a pay per view, they will like have Mock and Danielson on the card, and you know, so yeah I, I, I didn't see anything for the lucha brothers so i don't know who they're facing but oh and i think it's supposed to be that the 10-man tag of the america's top team in a circle oh yeah i yeah. don't know what type of match is going to be though man it need to be regular he ain't trying to do no, he, he, i'm not trying to do the special match on america's top team no i don't want to do no special match but i don't want to do no regular match where it's like 20 people on the apron <laughs> So I would rather them just be all fighting say, whenever. Yeah, that 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 should be crowded. <laughs> not a not a stadium stampede, but like just a match where you can have people on the outside, people in the ring, and people resting on the on the you know around the ring or whatever. Uh huh. Yeah. And plus, what you call it? Took their table bump, so they might do something where there's just a no DQ match and they just all in there at the same time. That is a possibility. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Who's the saying? fifth member? Who who who's the fifth member? Oh who? American Top Two. They got Men of the Year, yeah. Junior Santos. Uh huh. The other guy, and who's the fifth member? Paige Van Zandt? It may be you know what I think about that. It or may do they be. have a fifth guy and I'm just forgetting? If they do, nobody pays attention to that shit. Yeah. Honestly. Yeah. Because we'll we'll right, so, right, I want to make sure I get that tournament thing out the way. So I do hope we do get a little bit, little bit better in the tournaments here. But it's either here or there. Uh, let's go on to... Because Halloween is coming up. And I want to take this time to bring the movie experience right here 
to the podcast, to the, the No Gimmicks Needed Wrestling Podcast. So welcome back to the movie experience, everybody. And probably has been, to, been on a movie experience with me before, especially when we review Woodstock 99. Remember that? Mm-hmm. So now we have a new interactive game that came out on Netflix called Escape the Undertaker, featuring The Undertaker and The New Day. The New Day is trying to get the urn so they can take the urn's power and fuse it with the power of the fuse it with the power of positivity so they can get the things that the, the things that they want with that extra power well Archer ain't having it and now it's an interactive game you have to decide the fate of what's going to happen with the new day as they travel all through the Undertaker's house and and see what happens to them well off the back <laughs> I watched this with my son automatically because he was very excited for it. And I think this is his first interactive movie. Because he didn't see Band of Snatch because obviously Band of Snatch was not for him. So this is obviously made for kids. And that's the first thing I want to say off the bat. You can tell that this thing was made for kids. Mm -hmm. This thing was made for kids. It's okay that it was made for kids, people. But it was made for kids. And... um, how do I say it? Uh, the New Day entertained me. The Undertaker, I was just like, okay. That, him eating the ham sandwich part kind of bothered me. I think, the th- I think, I think they waited too late to do this type of thing. Well, I, I think so, too. Well, you know, the one funny part is, right before you start the movie, it says, are you ready to get the urn, or are you too scared to get it? And if you put too scared, it just it just kicks you out. I thought that was funny. I tried that later on. But this, I didn't do it the first time. This whole this whole time, looking at Donald Tech, I'm like, is he bald in this thing? I was thinking the same thing. Head? I was like, what's going on here? I was and, thinking uh, the I, same thing. Yeah. Honestly, I just couldn't. I just, it just, it's just weird. Like with him having these things on his neck and how he just looks old. If they would have did this in like twenty ten, or something like a movie like this, like a haunted ish type of thing with him, then or at any time where he looked like the Undertaker, then I would love it. You know what? Honestly, but, it didn't need to be the Undertaker. This, you know, what it should have been. Well, he's fired. So who? <laughs> who? Who should it be? He, he already did. This is this 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 should have been made for the fiend, yo. Oh, well, hey. You, you already knew. I was. You said he was fired. I'm he's just fired. <laughs> I mean, honestly, you could have really the, the the fiend character really could have benefited from something like this or doing something horror related because. That's the, the new horror thing. He's more mobile. And it would have made sense with the whole Firefly Funhouse thing. And mm-hmm. them having to try to do the Firefly Funhouse opposed to this Undertaker. Honestly. Is in the cleanest Netflix house I've ever seen. Honestly, I feel like that probably was the idea, but then he got fired and it was like, oh, uh, we got to do it anyway. Taker, come over here. Because none of this looks believable. Like, first of all, they tried to make the Undertaker's house on the outside a little scary, but it was the cleanest motherfucker house going in there. It probably, probably was his real life house. That's fine. Maybe. You don't think so? No. That looked like 
the house that the Big Show and Terry use for the Big Show. Nah, show. that 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 house is like a two story house. This house is like three from the outside at least. But uh, I I I thought it was uh, I thought it was uh, I don't know. How long did it take for you to to go through all the decisions and stuff? I did not go through all the decisions. Mm-hmm. I followed Kofi. I followed Kofi. The whole time? Yes. Wow. Okay, so here's the thing. I follow Xavier Woods because, first of all, I think he's the most entertaining when it comes to creepy shit. Mm-hmm. And I knew that Xavier Woods was probably going to be the one that's going to run into the Undertaker the most. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, that's why I picked him. Big E was just like, I know he's the one that's probably going to get zapped with the urn. So, I followed him the least. I, oh, now, when we had to go backwards, uh, we I ended up doing, I ended up also following Big E. And it's like this, you know, but I, honestly, it all leads to one thing. It ain't like stuff that really changes the story out too much. Like, Kofi may go upstairs. Uh, yeah, it's like they go to different places, but it's still the same. Like, when he yells up, Woods, Kofi, is just the same thing. Yeah. I thought it would be kind of kind of different depending on how you pick the choices and stuff like that. And I was like, okay, well, it's all leading back to the same thing. So that not really you get to make your own choice. Like, we all got to get to this certain point. Then we get to get, get to the final fight between the Undertaker. Yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, I, I got questions, too. Yes. <laughs> How are you gonna make this for kids, but then throwing in stuff that they don't know about? Like, how are they supposed to know who uh, Bear is? Yeah, oh, and, no, no, no. Uh, Isaac. Huh? Oh, Isaac Yankum. I was like, that's that's a hardcore wrestling fan. Yeah. yeah. How, what? What? How are they supposed to? Ain't no. Ain't no. Uh, what thirty plus? Yeah. Playing this, watching, and talking about. Ooh, Isaac. Oh, they put Isaac Yankum. Like, no. I don't think so. No, yeah, like like those little Easter eggs or things that they could have had for all else is like if you don't watch like, like my my son when he was watching he was like who's Isaac Yankum I was just like oh see and I, and then he was just like are they gonna open uh, they gonna take the sheet off and check see who it is and I was just like no I said <laughs> Isaac Yankum is Kane. He said, "No, Kane is Kane." I said, uh, <laughs> "I said Kane before he became Kane. He had the gimmick of, you know, Jerry uh, Jerry Lawler's evil dentist." I mean, like, uh, if they had put like some effort into it, even the final fight, I was just like, "Oh my God, can I tell the Undertaker's on strings?" Speaking what? of this final fight, speaking <laughs> of this final fight, like, could I, I tell he rolls in the strings? Um, I just want to say, uh, I know I mean, what did what he, I know he probably want to get in shape for this movie or whatever, but like, I was not feeling him with the with the Saudi Arabia gear. That's all I'm saying. Mm. When I see him in this gear, I was like, why look like he going to Saudi? He got long sleeve everything. The, the vest is long. The jacket he took it off. Now he still got long sleeves on. This it just it just didn't look right. 
Mm. Like, do you think it would have been better if he was wearing like some old school night nineties uh, take your gear like the thing he wore with the the uh, logo on it? I think that that that, that would have been cool. I think first of all, I think it would have been cool if we did a house full of Undertakers. All the Ooh. eras of the Undertakers that that we have done. Well, I, he, he had to look young. Like, I don't think they want to de-age him. You, but you don't have to use actually him. You can. Well, there, there's mm-hmm. so much footage. There, there's so much things like if you really put your mind to it, you can really do it. It's the power of editing and making movies. You can have a stand-in go, go in there and be him. Look, they had Dr. Loomis come back at Halloween Kills. And Dr. Loomis has been dead since how long? Yeah, but those are creative people. Yeah, but I'm saying but he looked like Dr. Loomis. But I'm saying those are creative people. Oh yeah, oh, oh, yeah well, you know you ain't, ain't got ain't got those kind of people. But I, I think, you know, it could have been it could have been scarier like that. Having different forms of the Undertaker, uh you know, watching over I guess the house. And I was just like, you know, I didn't say I was trying to make it uh, just just a, a kid friendly Halloween type thing, but I was like, the purpose of you all trying to get this earned and whatever the case may be, I don't know. But if I had to say, I would say the new day was the new day was just being the new day. That's what that's what they do. Mm-hmm. They, they they were just being uh, the new day. Um, Undertaker is forgettable at most in this in this film. Everything everything he does, every line he says, I'm just like, this is forgettable. And like I said. You know, him on the camera with the whole ham sandwich type thing was bothering the hell out of me. So. Why? I don't know, man. I was just like, it's, it's Undertaker. First of all, it's already better. Like I said, him trying to work all the technology and watch the computers as new, as the new day come by. But him just sitting there trying to eat his, you know, you know pastrami and ham sandwich. Yeah. Why doesn't he have like an outfit? Who? Take it. Um, I'm saying, why does he have like somebody controlling the stuff for him? Like, like you really think he's in here watching all these monitors? Mm-mm. I'm just saying. I, I, I mean, it's. It, it, I don't know. So I, 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 I really think that if you want to go more in detail, it could have been done a lot better. You know, it's, it's like I said. My son enjoyed it. It's for it's for kids, obviously. He's twelve. He watched it. He enjoyed it. <laughs> he he had a blast doing it. Cause I guess it was his first interactive movie. But I was just like, yeah, this is um. It didn't feel like WWE gave any effort at all. To it, they, they just want to make it like, like, like a quick buck from it. At least it felt like they made more more of an effort with the main event than they did with this one. It was the main event. They it wasn't them doing it. Who was was it? It was like a part of a company with the main event. Oh. It was like I think whatever company did it did the movie it was like an actual company that they partnered with. I think this one was just them, just doing it. Oh, I got you there. Well. They need work. <laughs> so, for our rating system, 
How do you rate the movie? Ooh, I know you can't really catch it at a barbershop, but uh, I will catch it at a barbershop. I'm, I'm not mad at you for that. Honestly, barbershop probably can't do uh, interactive movies. So yes, catch at a barbershop. So it basically means that they won't put it on. Ah, if you have kids, hashtag give it a chance. If you have kids, if you don't have kids, I'm going to agree with Prontus. If, like, if you don't like explaining stuff either, uh, why is he seventy five feet tall? I don't know. First of all, I told you those are strings, but I, I'm gonna put hashtag give it a chance. If you have kids, catch it at barbershop. If you don't, so that was our quick review of the Escape the Undertaker. Uh, next week's podcast, I'm, 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 I'm going to cut it out for the night. We're going to do the other John Cena movie. I ain't talking about Fast 9. I'll talk about Vacation Friends. We had a guy talk about that one. And I, I, I'm going to talk about it when, when I got more energy. Probably got more energy. And we, cause I, that, that movie, I got. I, I actually I probably want to go watch it again. To, to, to uh, freshen it up and to freshen you know, my last up. A week after the movie came out, they already said, all right, we're doing the sequel. Like maybe like four days after. It's gonna be a sequel. Yes. Yo, how is like that going to work? Four days after they announced. That's cr- well. First of all, the movie was actually legit funny. The movie I think yeah. was legit funny. The question is now. I don't know how you do a sequel though. What do you mean? You have Cena and and his lady get married. What do you mean? They already they already got married. At the end. Yes. Remember, they did the whole. Uh, Right. They did the whole Mayan tradition thing, and they jumped off the ledge. Spoiler, y'all. Well, then you have Lil Rel and and his wife have a baby. <laughs> it's, it's literally it, it, one of the two. It's one of the two same things that it did. So, it, it, no, I think what you have to do is it maybe John C's best friend. Or do they introduce friend, another family? Maybe John C's best friend is not really dead. Nah, that would be that wouldn't. And then, or he comes back, and then it does bring a divide between, you know, little. I, I can see a Cena. new. I can see a new person, not his best friend, but a new guy comes in. Not like the one that died, but like a new person they just bond with. I can see that happen. Uh huh. Like a, I can. I, if it's a new guy, it got to be like a. Like a. Uh, not John Mulaney. What's uh, uh, what's the guy? I can't think of his name right now. Uh, give me something he was in. Camille. 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 Eternals. Oh, uh, shit. Uh, damn, why are we doing this right now? Cut some bit. Yeah, but that guy, that guy is the guy I would put as like his, the guy that that comes in is like the new friend. Brian Tyree Henry. No, Camille. His name is Camille. Lin, 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 I don't know how to pronounce that. He was in the movie with Batista. God, it's a lot of movies, dude. 
Oh, his name is oh, his name oh. is Kim, 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 yo, you know, honestly, okay. It, it, have you ever seen a movie uh called Lovebirds with him and Issa Rae? Yes, yeah, okay, that would have that would have triggered it a lot faster. Gotcha, okay. okay, yeah, yeah, him, uh, Camille Najani, Najini, Najani, him. Well, I, like I said, I don't know how they're gonna do the sequel, but the first one was 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 funny, and like I say, it, you know, in, in order to keep keep that keep that fun funniness going, it got you know, I I think it's gonna be Cena gonna be caught in the middle of something. I think he's gonna be caught in the Drugs. middle of something, or maybe they take their kids out for the vacation. Well, how old are they kids gonna be? <laughs> I'm like, you know, they could be like five or six, something like that. They could probably just take them out. You know, I don't know. But guys, you, you stay tuned for that review of Vacation Fresh. We, we should have been reviewed it, but I'm glad. I, I want to take my time with this one. But that's all we have for the podcast tonight, guys. So make sure you guys uh, subscribe to the podcast if you guys listen on YouTube. Make sure you support spacesfully.com. Check out the podcast they have on there. The Lulu Pop Plus One. Lulu Pop Horror Show. Both Sides. The Market Dark Show. And Doing Business with, with Mark Randall. Check out the Nerd Coalition's content on there as well. The, the uh, Nerd Coalition. The, the, uh, the, the Nerd Games to Talk podcast. No Gimmicks Needed Wrestling podcast. Turn to see my culture and beyond. Drunk Thoughts. And check out uh, all, all the podcasts as we're part of the Google Podcast, Al Podcast. Spotify, iHeartRadio. Check out the YouTube snippets. Check out Private Sasha Podcast as well as Qflow and the Wardrobe, wherever you get your music and stuff. And uh, yeah, we're going to get ready to get up out of here. We're going to give you guys a better uh, podcast next week. I can promise you. Well, you know, do the best I can to give you guys that. I know the podcast was not, was not like you guys probably thought it was, but it, and it was late, so I do apologize for that. But we do plan on having the Crown Jewel uh, review up. I, we plan on having, like I said, the, you know, uh, the Escape from Undertaker talk about, uh, you know, Vacation Friends uh, next week also. Hey, probably, probably, did you see a new Halloween movie yet? Uh, no, I have not. I, I want you to check it out. You got to let me know how you like it. I have not seen any other ones. Just watch the 2018. Oh, damn it. You got to watch it. Oh. See, I have not seen any of them. Do you think you got time to watch the 1978, 2018, and this one? Where are they located? Oh, well, the 1978 one, you can find that on, on a streaming service. I think that, that's on. That may be on Peacock also. And the 2018 one, uh, I believe, is, is on Peacock also. Uh, okay, is it? <laughs> is it gonna determine if I'm watching? Is it with with commercials in the middle of it? No. Okay. No, it's not, right. no, no. Okay, let's see. Here if it's go. just the commercials at the beginning, then I'm fine with it. But if it's like every ten minutes, I'm like, all right. No, 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 no. What's the point? That, of, that's Hulu. Uh, okay. Here no, we go. it's Peacock too. Pe- well, okay, yeah, a lot of time, but. Halloween Kills did not have no commercials. Uh, so Halloween 1978 is on, what was this? Fubo, Amazon Prime Video, Apple TV, 
and Philo. Hold on, let me make sure. Oh, wait, hold on. So, Voodoo, AMC, YouTube TV, and Fubo TV. Yeah, so that that's all what the 1978 Halloween movie. That's the first one. Now, Halloween 2018 is on... You can watch it on Hulu with the premium subscription. Sling TV, YouTube for $3.99. Google Play and Movies. Uh, Apple TV, Voodoo. Amazon Prime Video, but right now it's on Hulu with the premium premium subscription. So I don't know what your subscription thing is over at Hulu. And then Halloween Kills is on Peacock. Premium subscription is basically whichever it's on. So if it's on Stars, you need Stars one. If it's on, yeah, yeah. I don't know which one is on. So you can find it. Then Halloween Kills is on Peacock. Okay. So there you go. So, try. I'm, I'm curious to your opinion. So, that's the show for you. That's the show for guys. So we about to be out of here. So once again, this is NC and Place Me Children from Sandy, and not Deion Sanders of Prime Time. All right, y'all. All right, and Q Flow wherever you're at. Take us out. to your ears welcome to the show we don't need any gimmicks you already know so sit back relax and hit the like button go and share with your friends and keep the likes coming swag on trivia and prompts top five either way it's fun and you're hearing it live join with your host mr a and e yeah you know it's the place to be it's nc At Mountain Dew, we'd like to remind you that the world as we know it would not exist without the number zero. Which is why, at Mountain Dew, we'd like to recognize the number zero for making Mountain Dew Zero Sugar possible. Even with no sugar, it packs all of the bold citrus kick Dew Nation knows and loves. It's so good, you have no reason not to try it. As in zero. Get it? Crack open an ice-cold Mountain Dew Zero Sugar. It's zero sugar. All Dew.